Ahoy there, crew, and welcome to the Adventures of the Forget-Me-Nots, Episode 7, Part 1. May I have this dance? Name, please? Solis Bertelhall. Bertelhall? Now there's a name we haven't heard in ages. So glad you can join us for the Citadel Ball this year. Do you have a plus one joining you? Plus one? Uh, no, no, it's just me. Here I am, dearest Dewdrop. What? Oh, oh, oh. I've had a good number of shocks in my life, but turning around to see Celia Nunnally in a lavender suit staring at me like she was deciding whether to kill me or kiss me might have topped the list. And for some definitely unrelated reason, my entire vocabulary left my head. Hold on, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's back up a few days. I have an idea. Oh no, you are not getting into the kitchen to try some new disgrace of a recipe not again. Not like that. I think I know how we can find out more about the clockwork curse. It's probably a bad idea. I doubt that, darling. Tell that to the crusted batter still stuck to the ceiling. Just hear me out, okay? The Citadel graduation ball is in just under a week, which means anyone who's anyone to the Aaron Halls will be all in one spot. You want to blow it up? Oh, I always knew there was an arsonist in you. I don't want to blow it up. I think we could send in a spy. Hmm. We haven't done a con like this in a long time. For a reason. I feel like it never goes well for us. Yeah, last time we sent spies anywhere, my sous chef came back wearing a meticulously placed scarf in the dead of summer and wouldn't stop staring up starry-eyed every minute of the day. Oh, and uh, we didn't get the intel we needed. And no one ever solved that mystery, did they, Corwin? <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so we know which duo we're not sending, which brings me to my next point of who we would send. There's really only one person who could go. See, there's one of the top families, the Bertle Halls, who are known for being relatively reclusive. I remember from going to the Citadel graduation balls as a kid, there'd always be empty name tags for the whole family left at the entry. Anyway, I know for a fact that they have a daughter who would be in her early 20s, and from what I can remember, bears a strong resemblance to a certain second mate. And that's how I found myself here at the Engineer Citadel, with a fake name, a fake personality, one of Retta's old fancy dresses that was still too long despite Corwin's best tailoring efforts, a mission to gather intel, Excuse and me? absolutely no words Excuse left me. in my brain. Excuse me! You're holding up the line. Oh, ah, uh, I... Are you going to keep staring, or are we going in? Right, right. Let's go, Sugar Cube. Of the Dread Pirate Steve's beard, are you doing? I'm giving us both a way in. You're welcome, by the way. At least try to look like you can tolerate me. It's the least you can do. The least I can do? Who left who in a slab in jail cell when they made their big escape? Really? You're still holding that over my head? That was six years ago. Besides, you've paid me back for it a hundred times over by now. You think a couple of sword fights is payback for abandoning someone in jail? Please continue talking about this louder. I think some folks in the back might have missed it. Look, 
I saw an opportunity to get out, and I took it. I'm not going to apologize for that. Trust me, this whole charade thing is no cakewalk for me either, so we might as well get used to it if we're going to keep it up all night. All night? What the shell are you talking about? Watch your language. We're on the mainland now. It's heck, or rusting spoons, tarnation. Fine then. What in the hecking, rusting, spooning tarnation do you mean? Enough people out in the lobby saw my little show, and enough people in here have already seen us arm in arm that it will look even more suspicious if we immediately part and don't so much as make eye contact for the rest of the night. And what makes you think I'd be doing anything suspicious to begin with? Oh, I don't know, Solis. There couldn't possibly be any reason for me to think that. Point taken, Celia. Oh, no, no, that name won't do for tonight. Let's go with... Safiel Windermere. A touch on the nose, maybe, but it does have a nice ring to it, don't you think? Yes, yes it does, dear Safiel. Any chance you'll tell me why exactly you're here? Any chance you will tell me why you're here? Information. And I get the feeling that's what you're here for, too. Trying to schmooze with the Aaron Halls? Find out about the local avian fauna? What do you know? You first. <sighs> well, we started having birds swarming the Mayo a few weeks back. Lo and behold, the Aaron Halls turn up in our waters, making threats. Then one of the birds starts burning our sails and spewing springs all over the place, and according to our engineer, it, it's got some sort of curse that makes clockwork wake up and choose violence, and, and it can spread. It got to something important. Anyway, apparently all mechanical birds lead back to the Citadel, so here we are. Your turn. We have seagulls. Care to elaborate? Not even a little bit. Now you choose to be cagey. It's the same story, alright? Gears flying everywhere, mast pecked full of holes, sails shredded, so on and so forth. Point is, we're here for the same thing, so there's no use in crossing swords over it. Might as well work together and make the best of it. Champagne. Hmm. Might as well make the best of it. <laughs> now you're getting it. Cheers to a partnership far too long in the making. Bold of you to call this a partnership, but nevertheless. Now, where do we start? Why, is that Solis Bertelhall? I haven't seen you since you were barely a toddler. Dorian Alder. Uh, it, it, it has been such a long time, Mr. Alder. How have you been these past several years? Oh, I've been getting by. You know how it is. Is the rest of your family joining us this year? I'm afraid it's just me. One step at a time, you know. That's perfectly all right. Perhaps next year, then. One can only hope. <laughs> Indeed, my dear. Oh, and where are my manners? You must introduce me to this lovely friend of yours. Friend? Oh, is that what they're calling us these days, love? Uh, I, I, well, uh, I mean, that is... Oops. There I go again. My apologies to the happy couple. No need to apologize. It happens all the time. Why, we've even been mistaken for arch enemies before. You'd be surprised how often that happens. Anyways, Mr. Alder, meet my partner, Safiel. 
And what a charming pair the two of you make. Well, I'm sure you and your partner here want to enjoy the festivities. But if you need a break from dancing, do join me at my table. I'd be delighted to talk with you more. I'm sure the delight would be all mine. Lovely seeing you, Mr. Alder. Out of practice, are you? I did perfectly fine, all things considered. Maybe if there had been pure distractions, like, oh, I don't know, a freezing hand on my back? And how'd you even know that man's name? <laughs> I do my research. And you can't blame me for a cold prosthetic, because I couldn't very well wear my hook in here. Far too noticeable. And besides, one must always be prepared for any... distractions. Please, that was a fluke. I bet I could get you to crack faster than you could make me. Is that a challenge, most beloved rock in my slipper? I believe it was, dear chip in my blade. I never could back down from a challenge. And who would I be if I let the likes of Celia bust me in a battle of wits? So we start making our way around to the other guests, trying to subtly shift the conversation towards birdwatching. Wonderful hors d'oeuvres this year, so much better than last year's atrocities. And oysters, so simple yet perfect. And an aphrodisiac, so I've heard. Please, sugar cube, as if we need that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I just keep thinking about how there are all these strange birds all over the place all of a sudden. Birds? How did we get to that topic? They make the most awful screeching, like nails on a chalkboard. Ugh, haven't either of you noticed? I... uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, uh, oh, oh, look, uh, they're the graduates. I should, uh, go congratulate them. Uh, enjoy the ball. Uh, hello. I win. Oh, you think this is over? Champagne. Stars, yes. Don't mind if I do. We both down our champagne and move on to the next unwitting guest. Birds? I haven't noticed anything strange, no. Unless, well, there was this fascinating plover around the port the other day with, and you won't believe it, a dark yellow beak, like the northern population. I couldn't believe it. Such a sight is so rare. <laughs> Is that a blush, dearest? Is that your hand doing figure eights on my shoulder? No, it's my hook. You're not wearing the hook. Oh, and they're gone. Okay. That's two to one. Step up your game. Our luck doesn't improve from there. Birds? No, I can't say that I have. My darling, over here. Birds? <laughs> a dark beak clover. Here? Birds? Somebody say birds. I will and you. Birds? Birds? Who said birds? You can't say that I have. Champagne. Yes, Yes, please. Who's talking about birds? (laughs) Birds. Did somebody mention birds? Birds. 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 Did somebody say birds? Birds. Bring up birds. 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 Who said birds? birds. Uh, no, birds. I, I can't say birds. 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 Birds.
how does not a single person here know anything about the ducking birds? Sea and stars, I'm exhausted. Champagne. No. no, thank you. So what's the score? Solid tie. Really? I thought I had you. Maybe you did. I lost count after you told that one person about our, um, steamy first meeting. Oh, ships. Ah, tarnation. That one was a lot. I mean, I won't say I didn't enjoy the story. And we're definitely pretending that that never happened. If you insist, dear. Wanna dance? Do you even know this dance? Please, this is just a simple star's waltz. It's not even like a whiskey quadrille or something like that. A whiskey... what? A Laurel Day frolic? A raindrop fancy? You honestly think this is my first time playing the role of wealthy heiress? Well, it's not my first time either, so I know you're just making those up. Am I a wise one? Then what's this one they're playing now, hmm? I... uh... I'm... I'm sure I've heard it before, uh... Ah, that's a shame. You have no idea what this is either, do you? They must have made some new ones up since the last time I did this. Just watch what everyone else is doing. Um, doesn't this defeat the purpose of watching for suspicious activity if we're just trying to follow it? Okay, we're moving. Okay, this got fast. You could ease up on my hand a little. You first. Oh, dip coming. Hold on. <laughs> no one else is dipping. <laughs> I know. I can't believe you. I think that's a point for me. I did not break. What was it you said? Ah! I made no such noise. Try again when you're not red in the face as a mermaid's t- Oh, Mollusk, that is faster. Someone needs to take that conductor's baton. I'd be more than happy to- Ugh! My apologies, ma'am. Seems I've grown too old and slow for the bird watcher's poker. Not at all. It's us who are simply too young for it. <laughs> I don't believe we've met yet. Tiffel Derenhall. So these Bertenhall and my partner, Safiel Windermere. My word, Solise Bertenhall. So it is true you have joined us tonight. How wonderful it is to see a representative of the Bertenhalls after all these years. You must come join me at my table. I... I... I'm not, I'm not sure... We'd be delighted, Lord Aaron Hall. This is a bad idea. If we think it's Aaron Hall plotting something, then obviously the best information will come direct from the source. You'll figure us out quicker than anyone! Not if we play along... Oh, Squid! Allow me to introduce you to my closest guests. A round of introductions, my friends. We met earlier this evening, but allow me a more formal introduction. Dorian Alder, Vice President of the Reviellen Branch of Avonhall Corporation. Lady Carlotta Mendenhall, Head of Mendenhall Shipping. Pleasure to meet you. Elizabeth Decorter, 
headmistress of the engineer's citadel. You may call me Madame de Corterre. And here, my friends, are Mrs. Celise Bertelhall and Miss Zaphiel Windermere. Pleasure to meet you all. Miss Windermere, have we met before? No, no, I don't believe we have. This is my first foray into the Citadel. Are you sure? Yes, quite. Strange. I felt so certain I recognized you. Hmm. Strange indeed. <clears throat> I was just about to ask, Lottie. Have you heard anything about that cousin of yours who... ran off? The sailor? <laughs> oh, we hear from her now and again, in the news, of course. Last we heard from her, she and her friend were down in the south. Interesting. A little bird told me that they were at the site of the Seabane sighting a few weeks back. A little bird told you, did it? Oh, yes, Miss Bertelhall. Haven't you heard I keep the company of all the birds in Tessian? They can be such a help, watching over the more unpleasant pockets of people amongst us. Speaking of, Miss Bertelhall, have you heard about the Leshehall's factory a few cities over? No, I can't say that I have. Apparently, they've had to shut down. One day, everything was fine. The next day, half their machinery was malfunctioning. Not just any old malfunction. I heard it was wrecking every package that passed through. Towards the end of the day, some of the cutter tools tried to take off a few of workers' limbs. Something just like that happened at a few of the Cresshall's factories a month or so ago. Rumor has it they even lost a couple workers. I'm sure the loss of a few factories will barely put a dent in the Cresshall's coffers. Besides, that's what happens when one can't be bothered to handle a simple bird problem. From what I can tell, all the owners are scared off the shut-down properties for good. Convinced it's cursed or something. How ridiculous. It'd be an awfully good time to swoop up some property if there was anyone looking to expand, wouldn't it? I wonder where we could find anyone like that! (laughs) 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 Miss Bertelhall, I like to think of the Bertelhalls as good friends, despite how infrequently they intend such events as these. Now that your family is making steps back into our society, I should ask, are you looking to expand Bertelhall firm? The way things are going, there will be lots of land available in Tortorine and Dalenth quite soon. We might be interested. Care to expand on how exactly you know this land will be available for you soon? Excellent question, dear. I believe it is best if I show you. Come with me. Oh, you're all welcome to come as well. I think you'll all be excited to see what we have in the works. Lord Aaron Hall leads us out of the main hall. As the music quiets, it really sets in that this is the man who made Dove want to leave the mainland. And on my other side is Madame de Corterre, the woman who pushed Taz to her breaking point when she was a student at the Citadel. 
Behind me is the head of the family that was happier to see their daughter jump ship than love someone below their standards. This little group of people is responsible for a third of the forget-me-nots, and now I'm following them somewhere. The deeper we get into the Citadel, the more unsettled I feel. It's a cold place, literally and figuratively. Celia's feeling it too, I can tell. And when we start to descend a set of torch-fire-lit stairs, she takes my hand. For the charade, obviously. I don't think she's trying to earn a point for this one, though. We reach the bottom of the stairs, and a meticulously stacked tower of rubble greets us. Celia goes tense at the sight. You said you've never been here before, Miss Windermere? No wonder you're so perplexed by our little monument here. These are stones from our original ballroom. There was an incident some years ago. A student went rogue and nearly destroyed our ballroom. Terrible. Simply terrible. Hold on. You mean that this is a memorial? Hmm? Oh, no one died. Some idiot janitor put up a sign to close the ballroom for cleaning or something or other. But the layabout never showed up to work. The ballroom was completely unsupervised at the time of the attack. A terrible oversight in their job, really. I tried to have him fired, but no one could find any trace of him or his horrid little beard anywhere. Nevertheless, we keep this tower as a reminder that we are not invincible. And we must always strive to make our premises more secure. I see. And now you are more secure? Naturally. Did you spot our rather monotone waiters back in the ballroom? They double as guards. Should anything go wrong, they would be our first line of defense. Oh, wow. Engineering never ceases to amaze me. Then prepare to be even more amazed. Behold! My pride and joy. These are birds. All birds? But not just birds. Come closer, please. These birds are equipped with a rapid communication system. Whatever one bird knows, all the birds know. And in turn, we know. For example, we've uncovered some quite salacious information from the Cressols. <laughs> but that's another matter. And it's just the trade families' companies you're sending your spies to? For the most part. I'll let you in on a secret. My family has a vested interest in dealing with the problem of pirates in Tezion, as do the Arenhalls. So Lord Arenhall has been kind enough to join forces with us. Indeed, we already have spies on two of Tessian's most devious crews. Can you keep a secret? Yes. Those pirates will be out of our hair forever soon. We attack in a week and a half. Ahoy there, mateys. Ah, I do so love a ball, though maybe more so when there isn't such a pressing threat to the crews of my two favorite ships. But I'm sure Zinkus and Celia will figure something out. 
If you love this episode, come chat with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Our handle is at ForgetMeNotsPod. Additionally, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe. Finally, if you want to help keep this ship afloat, support us on coffee at ForgetMeNotsPod. The Adventures of the Forget-Me-Nots was made by the following people. Katie Bailey as creator, lead writer, and co-producer. Gabby McDonald as editor, sound designer, and co-producer. And Molly Borowiak as writer. This episode starred Rory Eggleston as Zinkus McGee, Katie Bailey as Celia Nunnally, Ashley Erickson as Retta Mendenhall, Matt Gagne as Aroya Meldon, Molly Borowiak as Gisela Solstara, Aidan Anarino as Corwin Nodaly and Tivold Ehrenhall, Adam Lambert as Dorian Alder, Tess Redman as the Mechanical Waiter and Madame de Corterre, Sophie Kaplan as Carlotta Mendenhall, and Mallory Hillary as The Attendant. A special thanks to our guest actors and also to Cameron Sterling, Ashley Erickson, Gabby McDonald, and Katie Bailey for gabbing in this episode. The ballroom music in this episode was Mozart's Ein Klein Nachtmusik Allegro, performed by the Advent Chamber Orchestra, Ugici's Suite for Violin 6 Dance Allegretto, performed by the Advent Chamber Orchestra, Bartok's Romanian Folk Dances, performed by the Advent Chamber Orchestra, Handel's Concerto for Organ and Orchestra, Opus 7, Number 1, Movement 2, performed by the Advent Chamber Orchestra, Brahms' String Sextet, Number 2, in G Major, Opus 36, Movement 2, Scherzo, from the European Archive, lists two waltzes, S126B, Waltz in A Major, performed by Mauro Tortorelli, and Beethoven's Symphony Number no. 5 in C Minor, Opus 67, Movement 3, Allegro, performed by Skidmore College Orchestra. Full notes for attribution of sound effects are in the show notes and description. This episode is shared under Creative Commons 3.0 Attribution Share Alike License. Again, thank you and see you soon for Episode 7, Part 2. Time to tango.